0: weight weightloss
2: You're currently listening to the free version of Let Me Talk. If you want longer, ad-free episodes, even earlier, head to lmtpod.com to find out how you subscribe. Let oh, me yeah. talk. Let me talk. Let me talk. Let me
0: talk. Oh, oh. let me talk.
1: Hello and welcome to Let Me Talk Details. This is a respite from the weekly whirlwind of top flight football. It's a space to break down the big picture topics and get into the details away from the game by game analysis. I'm David Mooney. As ever, I'm joined by the Athletic City correspondent Sam Lee. Hello. Hello. How are you doing?
2: Good, really good.
1: Good. And uh, former City Defender Nadam Anurah is with us. Hi, Nadam. Hello, sir. How are you doing? I am good. I am good. Um, This show is also a platform for you to get involved, so send us some questions and comments to hello at lmtpod.com. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at lmtpod, and we're on TikTok at lmt underscore pod as well. Remember, this is the free version of the podcast feed. If you'd like longer ad-free versions earlier, then head over to lmtpod.com for information on how to subscribe let's begin for this episode um i just want to get a handle on where you think city are at this season given that um absolutely flying start to the season maybe one or two squad issues here and there and then two defeats in a row
0: i think it's the, the nature of some of those defeats like the arsenal game to me even though they lost it i still just see it as like a no-nil game and if Arsenal are top of the league and they're trying to win it, oh, sorry, not top of the league, they're second. And Sp- Arsenal and Spurs, if they're the two teams that are top, I look at City, I look at Liverpool, and they might not be at the best, but they're right there with them. And it feels like City have more capacity for this se- season. They have the ability to get better, to have people come back in. Because all of a sudden you realise, like, John Stones started his first game of the season for England in midweek, for example. like He was one of the pillars of the second half of last year. So I know they can get better. And I know that it's going to be tight as such. So I'm not really I'm not overly concerned, especially with the amount of new faces they have in there. And to not essentially be at your best and to be two points off top, that's like given especially given how last season went and up previous years that we've seen, that's perfectly manageable. So yeah, I expect more.
1: Would all this feel differently if those two defeats hadn't come back to back?
2: No, because do you remember the start of last season when City didn't win three games in a row until like, April, did they? Mm-hmm. It was, they won two before the international break then they went and came back, played Liverpool and then they were flying. Um, but it's like the only reference for like a bad City season now is that nineteen twenty. <laughs> so everyone's <laughs> like, oh, I'm getting 19, 25. <laughs> like, you just mean they're not playing well for whatever reason. But last season, people kept saying that, didn't they? Mm-hmm. And so you get that feeling of others oh, inconsistency because let's say they won the first three games then they lost then they won the second three games then they lost I think people would still be like oh what's going on and at the moment you've got two two defeats back to back and everyone's like oh but to be fair I, I don't get I don't get there's a big sense of what's going on at city. even no, in the media I, going yeah. into the international break there was no well the, the answer like, the
1: answer was oh they've not got rotary. That's, that's, that was the big mitigating circumstance yeah, for those exactly. two games. But, and that, it was just, oh, well, that's why they've lost.
2: But, like, if United had lost on the Saturday, they were very close to losing again, they would have been, like, the big crisis club. They would have been, like, everything's burning, you know, going into the international break. Everyone's talking about United. But they scored. They, they avoided that. Arsenal, obviously, they won. Liverpool won. Spurs, Spurs win again. Yeah, they, they won against Luton, wasn't it? That was, that was it, yeah. Weekend, so yeah. it was, like, so nobody was the crisis club that weekend. And then City lost. And they lost in back-to-back games. But even so, and even going into the international break, where there was like a lack of other things to talk about, there wasn't the kind of over-the-top, you know, newspaper articles. Going, I wasn't getting it, asked about going wrong, what's going yeah. on. There wasn't, I mean, I don't really watch Sports News too much, but I didn't get the sense that there was a big kind of what's going on at City. Yeah. And, and that's good. So I don't, I don't feel like people are going overboard. I've seen a couple of things this week, which yeah, I've bit. nearly bitten on. Do you reckon?
0: A little bit, yeah. Just because... Say so the Arsenal game as I said, it felt like the two teams were basically the same. They basically cancelled each other out. It's just like a, a super Sunday game of chess between two people that kind of know to set up, trying to try and negate the, each other. But because City lost, the conversation is what did Pep Guardiola get wrong on the day? How did why did he set up his team this way? And there weren't really conversations to be had about Arsenal, who essentially yeah did the same thing. Yeah, they, they, they had two shots on target, one which was deflected, and the other one which Edison saved comfortably. That that's it. And that's you at home. And I
1: saw, I saw a lot of the reaction to that game of, well, Arsenal had this many shots. I was like, but so many of them were booted at the goal from Mildly. 35 yards. Yeah, like, exactly. like if, if I'm a defender in that, I don't know. I can't no, no, I, no I, it's
0: fair. If someone's shooting from 25 yards You're out, going, fine. Fair enough, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? If you're getting sliced open, I think that's the issue. Yeah. And given that's Arsenal at home, a lot of teams will get sliced open there. But City didn't. And now did Arsenal, to be fair, from their perspective, so it's a game of, if it just it's like the game needed to just finish 0-0 so we can all say, well, that was disappointing. And then off we go onto the next stage. But instead it's like, well, why did he do this? Why did he do that? Why did he not play this guy? And all these questions yeah. were why there. Did,
1: why didn't he mitigate the ball smacking Nathan Ake yeah. in the face?
0: And it's just, you know, it felt very one-sided. But this is City, you know, they've been the, the standout team for the last few years. So they're going to be criticised from that sort of element. But again, I think the biggest thing for me now is these next games that are coming up. So the Brighton at home, I remember Brighton at home last season thinking Brighton did, I think Brighton gave City a tougher game at home. As yeah. I th- yeah. think I think I remember them feeling like the better team on they, the day. They, yes, yeah. they did, yeah. That's when they were going more man-to-man with City and they didn't really know how to sort of recover from that. Um, oh, City
1: hadn't, yeah, that was it. They hadn't solved the problem by that
2: stage. Yeah. And, and by what the, to the season, do. they were like, okay, we'll just do this. But yeah. at that point,
0: it was like they were thinking on, the, on and, the fly a bit. And then you've got the Champions League game midweek and then it's the derby against the United side that, like, having a ton of question marks about them a ton but they'll be striving to get better home, w-
2: home win, then. <laughs> yeah sort <what> of I mean. <laughs> there's always a ton of question marks
0: against you No, not sometimes like, they get digged. sometimes
2: Kind of. You know, but there's a new manager sometimes last sometimes it was they new win.
0: manager last year and you know their hope is that you know he's going to be the guy but if they say the fact they've scraped through a few games in this first part of the season if they then say lose a derby convincingly oh he's under so much pressure but if they win all the questions are going to be about City, every single one. You know what I mean? Mm. Even though people perceive them to be the better side, the better football club at this time, whatever. Ton of question marks, and I think well, that's what happened in January. Yeah, and as I saw the fixtures when they came out, it seemed like City, if they start well, they'll get a ton of points on the board, and then it's this tough spell because we've seen, say, Arsenal play big games, Spurs play big games, um, United to a certain extent, I think maybe Liverpool, but this is City stretch now. Mm. So I think this is more indicative of where they are because if they're not playing well against the better sides, they'll end up dropping some points. And if they're dropping points, then it feels like something's off. In America. Mm, yeah. I
2: mean, look, again, we saw the Leipzig game. You were working that, right? Yeah. I was, so yeah. You, you saw it like in depth. I was, I was in the stadium, like you've seen it. Like, that was completely, completely normal City performance. By normal, I mean they're very good. And again, I suppose if we're just talking about City generally now, just the obvious, the obvious takeaway, like you already mentioned, is just Rodri, like how. Like, if he's not around, how does that affect things? I can't. Like, if he was to get injured, let's say he gets injured on Saturday, and then he misses this difficult run, then you think, okay, that's struggling. But I feel like, and maybe I'm just taking precedent from you know the last time City lost two games back to back, and it was Fernandinho, and everyone thought, well, if Fernandinho doesn't play, then City are screwed. And then obviously it cuts towards the end of the season, and they were fine because Gundogan was didn't do well in the game at I think Leicester. it was a Leicester game, yeah. wasn't it? But he was great at the end. There's there's obviously that possibility, but there's also the fact that. Going away to Arsenal without Rodri is quite unlucky. Like, if they'd have played maybe even Arsenal at home, I think they'd have fared better. It's not like if Rodri's not playing, everything goes out the window. And, look, obviously there was the Wolves scenario as well, which wasn't great. <laughs> Where then. everything went out but the window. I mean, but, but <laughs> again, to play Arsenal away, yeah, I was more worried about Wolves than Arsenal, for sure. Um, but, you know, if, if Rodri does, let's say, get sent off again or get injured again, and it, but it's like, it's easier games than that it's not going to be the end of the world but also I do feel City will be just just from a question of like faith in them that they'll they'll have better solutions and like the solutions yeah. they're using like we well, mentioned already it, with the Brighton man to man they'll work it, yeah. it out yeah. if the
0: more they have to do it the more they'll get used and to it and I think as well the point which we don't mention enough is like Kovacic very good player, N- Nunez good player, and so on. Doku good player, but they're still new within this yeah, system yeah. that's been established for years now. And the manager's just getting his hands on them. You know what I mean? Like, and unfortunately, when they go away in internationals, you know, you can't say this is how we're going to do it. But these players will get better as the season progresses. What
1: What happens when a manager changes the role that you've got slightly? Even like, even like you take someone like Kovacic who hasn't played as deep as he was trying to play against Arsenal. What, like for, when,
0: for City though, cause yeah. he's kind of, he would've, you would have seen him do that elsewhere for like right. uh, Chelsea and so on. Like he's capable of doing it, otherwise the manager wouldn't ask him to do it. Mm. But I think it's just for those players now, especially the ones who've been there for more than a season, they know how things work like to the finest detail, whether they're in the ascendancy or whether they're struggling. They know what it's like to go in Arsenal and feel the pressure within this system. But there is a difference between just going and playing Arsenal and being a part of the system which plays Arsenal. So I think like Kovacic and so on, they're all good players. But as time passes, you know, you realise what's required from the team, from the manager. Because he can say it, he can say it, he can say it. But until you really feel it, then it doesn't come as naturally. Until
1: you've got it on instinct sort of yeah, thing. Yeah,
0: exactly. Because for the guys, they, they, I feel like with the manager, he makes or the coach, he makes slight changes every single week. But still has the same foundation hmm. but if you don't have the foundation then a slight tweak will feel bigger than it is for say other players but I think the guys like Kovacic very good player Nunez very good player like at some point this season and even like Calvin Phillips maybe he will start playing as well now like may- what's, what's that based on? <laughs> do, you really, do you think so? I, I think at some point he probably will yeah I think for me and with John Stone being in there as well there's potential for him to step into midfield and also that made me feel a bit uneasy in the Arsenal game people running through all the different options and it was weird, like, Phillips was just not an option. They were saying, just start Stones in midfield. And I was like, well, Stones can play in midfield and attack, but I've never seen him play in midfield in defence. You know what I mean? But instead, it's like, well, yeah, just pop him in there. I was like, okay, that's weird. But um, I think as the season progresses, there'll be a point where Rodri isn't playing, whether he's rested or whatever, and the team that goes out will make more sense to all of us. But at the minute, we don't have the reps of, say, some yeah, certain yeah. players in there for it to feel like it makes sense, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, there's so many team sheets, though, that you look at where... You go where like the reaction to it is this doesn't make any sense. Then you actually see it in action. You go, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense.
2: There's also, and I'm thinking of the Leipzig seven nil game. There's interpretations of team sheets. Mm-hmm. I remember when he played Bernardo on the right wing against Leipzig at home, and everyone was like, oh god, this is going to be full on like control, grind them down. It's going to be terrible to watch. Should have been playing Mares or play Foden on the wing or whoever it was that they wanted, and then obviously they won seven nil. And then again you're like, okay, I'll get it. And obviously that that was the lineup then mm-hmm. that they used for every game and everybody knew it. Mm-hmm. Nobody wanted anything different, you know, whether it was Bayern Munich, Real Madrid, home away, the final. To be fair, the final did change a little. But it was it was those guys. And yeah, you just you just have to get used to it. And again, like when he used to drop Aguero and in like in his first couple of seasons and blood like, to play more of a false nine, it would be like what? But like the false nine now is like completely normal. Like yeah. if, if Haaland's not available, and let's say, it, it'd probably play Alvarez, but let's say Alvarez wasn't available either. Nobody would feel like it's the end of the world to go to a false nine. You just get used to it. And you know, I think people have kind of stopped asking for a left back now. Maybe they haven't. But <laughs> it's, not, it's not so much of a pressing need, is it? Because what's the point in worrying about something to go back to your talk about the lineup? Mm-hmm. Well, you know now, after so many years, it's going to be something. You just, just, fine. Do you something. just get yeah. used to it. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. yeah, right, yeah. yeah. When you were talking there about everyone knowing in every second what to do, it just goes back to. How important it was to keep Bernardo Silva in the summer because obviously losing Gundogan was massive for that. If you lose him as well, and obviously like Walker on top of Mares then you've you've got an issue there. But it just there was something that Guardiola said before the Arsenal game. He was asked about Bernardo Silva, and he said the usual stuff you'd expect. Great guy, like plays in loads of good, uh, loads of positions, and he was like, you might not notice it either, but like when like if he loses, he hates it. Like he's that kind of character. But then, like, at the very end of his answer, when he was like, "Yeah, that's why it was so important, us to keep him, and we've got him for one more year," it's like,
1: "Ooh, he's off, is he? Yeah,
2: like it just feels like you know. In the summer, I was like, "If he signs his contract, I bet there's a buyout clause in there," because it just seemed like why would he sign a new
0: contract if he, if he didn't have that kind of but flexibility? But why, why would Guardiola give that to? The I don't know. Public? But I think he said that by mistake. There's no way he's giving that, that, that. That's what right I mean.
2: It, like, but if it's a slip of the tongue, a slip. What do you mean? You mean, Nedum? it's a slip of the tongue in terms of he means at least one more year. Yes, but you're thinking slip I'm thinking of the tongue in terms of that they've got an out. agreement. No, 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 no. Because I think he might, I think he might be that.
0: Yeah, I think I think he, he could end up leaving, but this has been the case for the last three years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but now I
2: think there's like a figure.
0: I think teams are like whoever it is. Maybe it's Barca. They're working towards. Okay, that's that's the figure we're paying next summer. No, nah, I'm not. I'm not convinced by that. Like, I just, yeah, I'm not. I'm, I don't think he's meant that by what he said. Because I think that's giving too much to people who don't deserve anything. So I'm not. I'm not. Oh, I'm very much. <laughs> I wasn't in the room actually. But like, you I, see, I'm that's what I mean, That's why I, I said I, it. And I you was surprised. There. Yeah, because because if, if you heard that, you would probably ask, "What do you mean, another year?" Yeah, I probably would have, actually. Exactly. And then he'd have gone. You, what are you
2: asking me that for? He'd, he'd come, over <laughs> <It> fine, <laughs> just, come over the desk and hit you. Finally come over the desk and hit you after up. all these years. That, Maris, that Maris yes, thing enough for you thing. That, that Mahrez thing, man. No, this, it was the FA Cup semi-final when he kept talking about it. had just called a hat-trick and everyone was like, oh, yeah. It was a classic talk about how good Mahrez is. And then yeah. Pep was like, actually, I'm going to talk about this. And he was like, he's so grumpy when he doesn't play. Like, he makes me know he's grumpy, but like, he's a great player. And then he did it again because there was another question, like, how good is it for Maris to come in? And he was like, oh, yeah, he's so comfortable. He goes, I've lost the battle to convince him how important he is. Which is fair. Because this was at a period Which when, fair, like, yeah. yeah. Bernardo, like, and in terms of that battle, he was obviously saying, look, Riyad, I love you. I think you're a great player. But I need, like, go back to what we were saying earlier. I need Bernardo on the right wing just because of just what he gives. And, like, I can't play 12 players. And that's how it is. So I was like, what did you mean by saying you've lost the battle? And he was, like, genuinely really annoyed. He was like, oh, you always ask me, like, such nice questions, like, sarcastically. But then he gave, like, a kind of normal answer, but then afterwards, like he was, he was just like super pissed off. But did you get, did you get the stare? I can't remember if I got the stare. The, ne- the next, the next a, question's being asked, and he's still looking at you. But no, like he was walking through the mixer zone afterwards because at Wembley it's like this massive area, and I was like Pep, and he turned around, and I was like, and he just he gives the like, most dismissive kind of like "fuck off" but with a look, and I was like, oh okay, and like but since then it's been fine, like, but it was just like. What's the but like? But just going, like, me saying, "Oh, what do you mean by Bernardo leaving?" He would have been like annoyed that I would picked up on that, or just even try to clarify it. But like, it's, that's yeah, a, it's a fair it's, with the Mara thing; it's a fair question. Like, what think, do you mean you've lost the battle? And I obviously, think, he did I think leave.
0: it's, I think it's a both elements would be fair if you if you would have asked one, and the fact you asked the other. But the issue is that the answer leads to a negative story. Mm. You know what I mean? So that's what he doesn't want to be a part yeah, of. Course. of. Like, but it's like you can't. Yeah, you can't say a, something like that and not
2: like it just clarifies, do you know what
0: I mean? Yeah, but the it's this the clarification that sort of leaves it yeah, with yeah. no doubt. Like I mean, look, I've thought about this before,
2: like yeah, i I'll go out of my way to say, look, this isn't this isn't a negative question. It doesn't have to be a
0: negative answer from you either. It's just a kind of can you Yeah, explain? especially at that point with Mars because it's the most important part of the season for them.
2: In fact, never talk about negative answers. Yeah, I know it's the most important part of yeah. the season, but like everyone was like, how good is is? And he's going down this line of, oh, he's so grumpy. And it's like, this is up to you, mate, yeah. to put this
0: message out. And there. it's, do you know, I think the to call the player grumpy in that context is saying how good a player he is because he, I think the way he described him in the interview I heard was that he's got an amateur spirit. Have we discussed this, this on here before? No. So an amateur spirit, as the manager would perceive, it would be somebody that just wants to play football. That's what they love more than anything else. And that's the same thing that you have in Mahrez as you would oh, be, yeah, so like a kid that. that's yeah, like yeah. on a street. And he knows that's what Mahrez is. So when you take away that from him, yeah, yeah. then he's going to be upset and grumpy in the same way if you take a kid away, from, take a ball away from a young kid when they are just out playing with their friends or something. just so he says that's what he's like, because as a professional, you know, you have to sort of overcome playing, not playing, so on and so forth. But not everybody has that to where they just love the game in the same way they would do as if they were a child because at some point it becomes your job but is basically the same for Mares. it's not his job football just is everything you know so mm. when you take, but then
2: there's, he says that about other players who react better and who, who aren't grumpy when they don't play Yeah, but and then, that's why he's making the point about Mares because Mares is like moans about it his yeah. performance level drops whereas like Alvarez we well, say performance does, level drops
0: his performance just doesn't he's not allowed I he's I not say allowed say that, to play but
2: I say that because Guardiola's mentioned that previously. Yeah. So in January, when Mares was playing well and he was asked about Mares, he was saying, like, oh, if you ask, if he was sitting here now, and I'd, and I'd say, look, are you playing as well now as you did earlier in the season? Like, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. And he would say, like, he even suggested, because he didn't, it was one of those where he didn't quite finish the sentence like properly, but he was saying, like, he brought him on against Villa, and he was saying, like, now, when you bring him on, he's like up to speed and ready to go. But earlier in the season, that wasn't the case, and he was like, I brought him on against Villa. It was the draw when Haaland scored, uh, this, like September or something last season. And he was like, Brought Mares on, and we dropped. And it was like, Yeah, and so that's in terms of like his performance not being up to it. That is where Guardiola that's the whole kind of Guardiola thought bubble on Mares in those like four yeah. months of the it's, season.
0: It- is one of those things where there's certain players where the worst thing you can do is just take the ball away from them because it then just sort of like drives them into the ground. I'm,
2: I'm trying to th- I'm trying to think of other players. He said that about. He said it about Foden. and He said it about Cancelo as well. Cancelo. No, I, can like... I
0: can fully believe those three people that you've mentioned there because like the te- Maybe it's just the techie. I guys. think there's some. Yeah, you know
2: I think I mean? there's. I think there's others because it, so, it made me realise recently when he said that. I was like. Is this part of why City is so good as well? Because they've just got loads of guys who just <laughs> love playing football like <laughs> this. Yeah.
0: Because don't get me wrong, some people like don't, some people sneakily love it, yeah, but they're not obsessed by it. Whereas I think those guys that you've mentioned, they're obsessed by it. That's their everything. It's mm. not just their job. It's the best job in the world all of the time. Like, give them a ball, let them do what they need to do. And for some of them, interestingly, as you think about it, some of the tactical side of things you're probably not as interested in, mm. but they just want to play. Want to get the ball, get the ball to their feet, be a part of the game, like take people on, do nice things. That is you know Foden I mean? as well, isn't
2: it? So, firstly, on Foden, I've 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 know or know of people who've been to his house to do work, and Foden's just like doing keep ups around the kitchen, yeah, just like just always got a ball, even at his house. Yeah, but then when you say like maybe not so interesting in the tactical side of things, when Guardiola described Foden the other week as like a bird, I was like, that is not, I don't, I'm not sure that's a compliment. He was like, he's like, he's free, he's like a bird, he like, he, he goes out and he likes to do his, and I was like, yeah. That sounds like it could be a compliment. I'm the, not sure it is. Yeah, you could, but the ta- obviously there is like oh, there's massive upsides to football. Yeah,
0: the, the, these guys, like I've, I've, I've seen them firsthand do tactical things, but they're far more engaged when they're just doing footballing things. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they, they do a good job.
1: What's the worst animal to be compared to as a footballer?
0: Donkey. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants that. To that <laughs> no.
2: <either.
0: laughs> yeah, I think we just stop with donkey. Donkeys, I I don't, yeah. yeah. This guy reminds me of a donkey. <laughs> okay. Okay. Say no more.
1: Make the same no-brainer decision as over one million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Looks like uh, Leo Messi's going to win the Ballon d'Or. You got inside info?
2: Uh, it just seems to Twitter. be the. Yeah. It's, it's just one of those things, is like people in South America, people in Spain, that kind of thing. It's like that yeah. seems to be the way it's heading. Yeah. Like one of the stories, it was like all the into Miami executives have got like flight tickets booked. Is it Paris? Is that? Is that yeah, where it's the... in Paris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, and it, it's that kind of thing, and that that seems to be where it's heading. But like, even if it, even if it's not like fine, but what I'm interested in is like the kind of the reaction to that that City fans have had. Because obviously a lot of them feel that it should be Haaland. Well so, I was gonna ask who could stop him. Well it would only be Haaland, wouldn't it?
0: Who else is in
2: Well, I feel like if we're doing it in terms of like integral players for the treble winners, then there's a there's a long list of city players who could. And obviously Roger scoring the winner in that final bumps him up from integral central central midfielder to mm.
0: how like many... that guy. But how many non attackers have won it that you yeah, think? Exactly of? that's the thing.
2: Exactly. So
0: is yeah, it, is anyone else? And again, that was World Cup
2: f- base, wasn't it? Going all the
0: way back, Levy Ashins, wasn't it? Ah, yeah, I remember was that, that year—the first one? It's yeah. Great year, yeah, it's a great year, <laughs> <laughs> year. Yeah. Um, I think the push for Haaland to do it is it's very much a, it's a city-based push, isn't it? Because you understand the gravity of that treble and so on. But again, it's just this World Cup is so significant. Like the timing of it is what affects thinking about even this, for, like Ballon d'Or, doesn't it? Because Messi for his season at PSG. Nothing great happened for him. Like, he did well. But, you know, it's nothing... No, sure he did as
2: well. He as... was getting booed. I mean, he might, he might yeah, have been doing yeah. well and getting booed, but, like, yeah.
0: it wasn't No, because he even says himself, spell. like, in Miami now, he says how he just never felt welcome there yeah, and yeah. all that stuff. When he came back from the World Cup, didn't receive any sort of, like, welcome and things. But it's tough. Like, we've seen for the last 15, 20 years, Lionel Messi and Ronaldo just going head-to-head for, to see who gets to keep the trophy for a year. And now Messi's involved again. and He's done the thing which most people have said, well, if you don't do this, mm. you never, you're no good. It's going to be tough for people to say, no, he doesn't deserve it. And that's like so, it feels so biased. But that bias comes from the last 15, 20 years. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: I was, I was literally just about to say, you know, Harlan's young. He's got many years ahead of him
0: to win it. And I'm just like, that's, Me- bias, that's bias, Messi, yeah. Me- Messi's won so
1: many of them already. <laughs> exactly. It's like, he doesn't need another one. It's I, like- know,
0: it's, I think we all kind of knew from when Messi's Argentina won the what-not. Sorry, Messi, Like, sorry. Let's go, let's really get into this, yeah. Because I think I've said this to you before, Sam. Football is such a fickle game. Yeah, such a fickle game. So Argentina do what they do. They lose that first game to was it Saudi, Saudi Arabia. Arabia? Like, oh crisis. You know what I mean? But then they go through. They make it to the final. They've got a lead. They blow the lead goes to, like, uh, is it Colin Warnie that misses that chance at the end or a save from Martinez? Like, that's a huge moment, yeah? I see that, like, once every two or three days on Twitter. That's a huge moment. Like, talk about Colomwani thinking, well, I could have won a World Cup, but instead, you know, I missed or whatever. But it goes down to penalties. Messi takes the first penalty. From that point, it's out of his hands. Mm-hmm. His whole legacy is out of his hands. So if, he, if his teammates miss those penalties, he still has the same World Cup. But all of a sudden, he's not in consideration for the Ballon d'Or. His career is not seen as like a huge success. Mm. But that's like the fickle nature of what football is. But because they managed to do it, oh, Messi won the World Cup. Like, he was just there, same as everybody else, relying upon a team to get it done. But you know, from when he got it done, people sense that it's like a tale. Even the French think it's a bit conspiratorial, and other people feel it's conspiratorial. Everyone Messi. thinks it's a conspiracy. Yeah, every of, course, of, Messi, of course Messi won the World Cup in his last ever World Cup, and it was this, that, and the other. But from when he won it, like Haaland was doing great. But the I feel like the consensus is like Messi was always going to win it. Yeah. Haaland
1: said- was doing great, breaking records that only one person like has this ever. this is the yeah. half,
0: halfway point in the season now. Yeah, like from when he Messi did it, it, was nothing like City could have won the treble. Haaland could have scored a hundred goals. But like, right, so this achievement is in stone, isn't it? it's like Messi's yeah. won the World Cup. He's getting the Ballon d'Or.
2: But like, it's funny because you said at the start. It feels like Haaland winning it is a city issue. To be fair, it shouldn't just be a city issue. Like, if I think no. if anyone's scoring that amount of goals in a team that's won the treble and been that good, they're going to be in contention for that. But basically, I, I'm I'm on board with Messi winning the World Cup. I, I feel like I, I'm coming from the same exactly the same place as everyone who thinks all the city fans and all whoever who thinks that Harlan should win the World the the Ballon d'Or. I'm on the same page because. I recognise the same facts. He had a better season overall, like you said about the PSG thing, and even like going to Miami now, like it's been good at the start, but like, come on, yeah. it's not It's not the same as winning the treble. No. Like, Haaland was more consistent over the season, breaking records, left, right, and center. so many. And like I, the World Cup always influences it. It's messy. And like, in terms of that, I don't think it's just a city issue, but like, w- compared to the global issue that was Messi winning that World Cup. Yeah. Like, the vast majority of football fans all over the world wanted Messi to win that World Cup. What's the what's the point in getting too upset about it? Like it just is what it is. But like when it's so obvious, like yes, you can make all these cases for Haaland winning it, and they're completely valid. But you can also make a case for Messi, and it might not even make sense, and it might be a bit unfair and it might be unbalanced. But like, did he play an amazing part in a World Cup? Was it something that everybody all over the world wanted? Yes, it was. Like that is that is a massive thing, even though it's kind of not. As consistent as what Haaland did, that is a massive thing. That's just, I think that's going to tip the balance over. I don't know, even if, like, let's say from like the City point of view, even if like Liverpool had won that treble and Salah had scored the same amount of goals as Haaland, I still think Messi's winning that Ballon d'Or. Yeah, I think so. Is this the issue with individual awards, though,
1: basically? In what sense? In the sense of it's a team game. You can't, you can't, like, you talking about Rodri before about how important he is. We've seen this last week, how important he is to City. But there's, that, that's not yeah, going to have exactly. any influence on on anyone who votes on anything on how well anybody's played because yeah. goals and goals are what are the headline.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's the best way to describe it. Like goals are the most important thing within the game itself because you know it defines whether you win yeah these or whatever. So the
1: people who score them are the ones that are exactly the most valuable. Yeah,
0: and it's it's frustrating in a way because it doesn't. Provide the full context. Because, say, Haaland scored a ton of goals last season and he obviously broke all the records. But it's not like he was the best player throughout every single game that he played and that he scored in. But that's not, you know, ultimately the way football works is when you look back at a result, you might look at stats, but then you look at, like, goal scorers. You say, Harland, Harland, hmm. Harland. there's no
2: like, There's no, like, real good reason for Haaland not to win it beyond Messi but, exists and he won the World but Cup. But
0: then the issue, this is... Probably from a City perspective, the first time you can be part of this like debate where you think your person deserves to win it and you can feel it with all your heart, but then you've got the years of Ronaldo or Messi, where every year you could make a case for one instead of the other.
1: I did have up my sleeve, actually. Um, can you name any of the players? There's two players that have won it and then gone on to play for City. None of them have played for City while they've done it, but there are two players who have played for City after having won the Ballon d'Or. You know, from which year? Uh, from when the Ballon d'Or started.
0: Bobby Charlton was the first George Ware? Weir? George Way one. won. Mm. That's a good one. Is it after or before? Uh, before Weir? him. Played, uh. f- played for
1: United as well. Won it while at United. Won it while at United.
2: Mm This feels like it should be really obvious.
1: Think of think of legendary United players.
2: <laughs> what? Dennis
0: Law. Dennis Law. Oh, okay. I was yeah. thinking, hmm, I'm an idiot. I, I, hate I, I, just, I, hate I wouldn't think have said he won the on Yeah, me. I wouldn't have said that either. That's did what threw me, me off. Yeah, that. so like, there's there's no wrong answer. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, there isn't a wrong answer. Is but really? there's an answer which will be overwhelming, overwhelmingly supported mm-hmm. due to the previous 15, 16 years of what football has been. And that's been like a Messi-Ronaldo just domination of world football. And they moved the needle so much that if they find success, then it's very hard to argue against them. Especially, yeah. was it Ars- uh, Argentina's first one since 86? Hmm. Yeah. Which was the year before Messi was born. And he's done this at that point, And he's gone out there as captain. It's almost like the last stand. He's done it in his 30s.
2: And that was how the whole thing was built up as well. The pressure on him was unreal. Yeah,
0: the story. And you saw, well, you didn't see actually, but over in um, Doha, thousands of Argentinians made sure that they were over there for that tournament because of the history. Yeah, thousands. Because of the history that was involved with this World Cup itself. And it's that idea of moments versus like the full, the full season. And ultimately, Messi's had the moment which comes around every four years like Harland's World obviously. Cups are great I was thinking I was thinking last night actually I was like
2: you know what I could do without being a World Cup next
0: month so, <laughs> do you, not, you don't fancy Euros though yeah yeah I'm looking
2: forward to that yeah that should be good yeah. especially after England
0: win it but anyway uh, well, we'll get into that will we we'll, we'll get into that at some point Yeah, July we can get into it whenever you want, <laughs> I want I want to hear your case against it
2: no there's not really well my case against it would be they might get to the final and just
0: not know how to deal with the situation again. how many teams now to, do? to do, that, do you reckon what that know how to, like get to a final and then just get it done. Uh, well, the thing—the thing, thing
2: is—all the teams I'm going to name now are having a having a horror. Exactly. But like
0: teams with like an identity
2: of we belong in these, are, like Italy, Germany, Spain. Germany. But all, thats what I mean. That I know they're all having a horror show, like Germany, like particularly. Mm. Well, I mean, Germany—you could argue—they've just got a new manager, haven't they? So they could mm. be there. But t- teams who are comfortable in
0: their own skin in those environments, there well, are more. That's your perception. France. Those those individuals within those teams. Are, uh, France, are, obviously. But, yeah, those. In, yeah, France. France is—they're the ones. But then, you know, they're coming off losing a World Cup final as well. But France would be the one who you feel you've seen in that moment recently and done pretty well. But outside of that, it's not as many teams as you think
2: no no but like you only need well I mean if you can if you and could that's, on the, that's on the assumption Germany at home
0: as well like new manager it's possible Listen, there, possible. Could be, there could be riots in Germany as they get knocked out in a group yeah of they, could they, they could be, be They could be They could be but like, like
2: if they've got a new manager now it's not like they want like a full
0: downward trajectory is it like, they might it, they might it be kind good. of is they sacked right? their they got, manager in a time when they didn't even need to qualify for the tournament yeah. does that mean that they're in a good spot or a bad no sport? it doesn't
2: but it means if you're talking about potentials they've got a new manager they're at home and when they're in those tournaments, like, yeah,
0: they've had some bad ones, but
2: they've also <laughs> won a few World Cups and Euros. You know, yeah, they yeah, they but, know they're but the, again, they're They're more t- comfortable how in those many, settings than England
0: are. How many of that starting 11 for Germany, like the best starting 11 they could put out now, have actually tasted a real level of success I've, with a national
2: I, I do feel like there is an element of just like, no, nah.
0: I've, I've always struggled with this, and like it's something That's, that Guardiola nah. always said about
2: City when he came. Like we don't have this experience, we don't have this history of like winning trophies and the expectation. But then, like you asked De Bruyne about, like how does it actually work? Because like this was a press conference years ago, and he was like, I don't really think it matters, but like it, it does. It's, well, so what? So I don't if, know it's how, the, but it's it does. the
1: difference between take go on take mm-hmm. that Champions League final they lost to Chelsea. Yeah, the performance in there. After the aftermath of that, everybody said Chelsea know how to win finals and City didn't. Yeah. But that City team had won loads of finals they'd just not been in the Champions League.
2: But did, were they saying they know how to win finals or were they saying they know how to do this? But then the thing was, when we were leading up to Istanbul, the, the feeling was, oh, they'll be more comfortable. Because, because of the of, previous because, experience. But I'm not sure they were necessarily. But, uh, but all those players have played in plenty of finals. Mm. But it's like, but that was like I think the Champions League for City though is so big
0: yeah I think you know how to and, prepare for one doesn't necessarily guarantee you are performing one and like Stone said he was like the, the,
2: so consumed by the one in Porto and that and that, to be fair that is an argument for him preparing better for the second one but he said he was so consumed by the first one and like you know that the whole City thing inside the club they're so desperate for it in all this and so, then this one this year when it's like the treble it's not just like never mind oh this is what they might want in Abu Dhabi or this is what Khaldun wants or what it's like we've we've already done the first two, everything we like, we just beat United a week ago, scoring twelve seconds into the final. Like we can't let it go now. That all that pressure, that that means. Something. So
1: doesn't that suggest England in the previous Euros final, if they get to this Euros final, they'd be better placed to no, do but, it? But,
2: but what no, he but, said. But I was just saying I don't feel like they were better off. They were just as kind of nervous. If you look at how they played in the first half against Inter, they didn't play. They didn't look like they were settled and comfortable. They didn't their their performance against Istanbul just because they won it. I don't think they were more comfortable. And I said this afterwards, like the assumption going into it was. And this is my overall point: that oh, because they played in Porto, they they kind of know their way around it. I don't think they did. But now because they've won it, I think there's a there's a different vibe now. And it's like we've done it. The monkey's off our back. We can now focus on it and whatever. They'll be more comfortable. But until you actually win it, I don't think it gets I don't think it gets easier. Second time, or, I th- second I time think, around, or even third time around.
0: I think that game in Istanbul, even though they weren't great in attack and so on, they were making mistakes. They still kept themselves alive. Oh yeah, and they're was, absolutely that, fine. But I mean, like, I think that's the, it, but they that's didn't. The it didn't
2: look like they'd gone into it. Like, oh, they were. It wasn't like they were nerveless. Like, it, in fact, it wasn't even the yeah, first half. but well, that one when the Kanji left it for Edison, and was, everyone in the ground could see, don't leave it for Edison. He's okay. not coming, mate. And, but it just there was just little things then, like that, and then if into a score at the end, it, again, it's just completely. This is completely dictated by the result. But, but then, like if Inter scored those chances in the last few minutes, and they, let's say they win on penalties, or whatever, people aren't saying, "Oh, well, they, well, City were more comfortable." They just they didn't look more comfortable. But that, still, comparing that, that ner- I'm not saying they were back. No,
1: no, but still comparing that nerviness, if you want to put it like that, to the way they the, the nerviness against Chelsea. They, I, I I remember watching that final against Chelsea and thinking they could play all night here and they, yeah, they yeah, won't create get, a chance. Yeah, yeah. They were they they were. I, I remember still feeling, even though they were nervy against Inter. They can play all night here and they will create some they will create a moment.
2: Yeah, and there's also an element of it being a bit like the Arsenal game before the international break, where everyone thinks it's crap looking at it but like it's kind of supposed to be tight Yeah, it's going to be this way
0: to put it into context to swing it back to international yeah, yeah. the play the teams that you were talking about because it's international teams it's, it's different Yeah, and I know they could have a history of being successful but so does City at this moment in time but do you think like a Mateus Nunes or a Kovacic you immediately just absorb that level of experience and success that's existed and become just a part of it or do they have I, mean, to, do, yeah. I don't think I don't think that's the case.
2: Maybe not initially not are you saying like they I'm would saying, do eventually?
0: I'm saying for a team like so let's we say just th- saw the Italian team play against England yesterday. Mm. And they're playing five at the back. Like not yeah. even a three, it's five at the back. I didn't think I'd see Italy doing that. But that's the same Italian team that won the Euros two years ago. Mm. And now they look like they're in the trenches, like they're struggling. So, if they are in that position whereby, you know, they've been successful, surely that should just be the, na- the national team's, like, just feel well, it's not. Whereas for England, they've got more players who have been around these tournaments before. They've got a manager, whether people like them or not, who's helped them get to this position before. And they'll have a strategy to try and get to a final because they've done that before. Mm. And the team, as they prepare for it, they'll give themselves the best chance. Whereas I think there are other nations which we just think are good because they're, Sp- they're Spain, they're Germany, they're wherever. Like Germany have been stinking it up for the yeah, last yeah. few years, you know. But like I
2: think the original question was like, what's stopping them away? But I, I, I did skip immediately head to like a final. But maybe it's a semi-final. But I, I do still feel like there's teams who are more street smart in those games. Though they, they can keep the ball better, who? and they're more used. To, I've just said them,
0: and you said Germany.
2: Well, in terms of, like, but like if I'm saying if this, if this is happening in a, in a semi-final or, a, or a final, it's pure doing, vibes. You're talking pure well. vibes. Here, yeah, yeah, but if, yeah, but if they're getting to that period. If they get into that and it's like, what's going to stop England doing it? That was the question. What's going to stop England yeah. doing it? What do you want me to say? Nothing.
0: If, if it was from a. G- so if it what do you want me to say? there's nothing stopping England from winning it? Well, yeah, because that's that's the way that other teams. That's the way you feel about Germany. That's the way you feel no, about France.
2: I'm saying if, if there's something to stop in England and they're in
0: like the semi or the final. Maybe you, you're, the saying, the you're, final. Saying, you're saying what's stopping them is just better teams. That's more or less what you're saying. Not so
2: much better teams, but like game management and like and comfort in a But, in but the these scenario. are things
0: which you're talking about, like an England team which has experience of doing those two things.
2: I I'm not sure they do I think they always come, whenever How's there's where a better this team this coming from? Like, <laughs> you, whenever if, there's like a, a bigger more comfortable nation
0: they always struggle always struggle? Yeah. like who? name the team like every team they like ever that, get knocked just, out just like, like so Italy like France like France, you're like France in the World Cup they're actually quite good against France so, so that's the last example that's the last example that's the last example, it's one and, example. and who's the it's other one? one? Italy two years ago when it was, was it yeah, Italy in the final two years ago where but they made an and we've just discussed England versus Italy yesterday. Yeah, well
2: if France are terrible, then great. But if France might easily beat them again. Okay,
0: so that's it. As long as you don't find it, as long as they don't find France, then they're fine.
2: No, I'll just, there's there's teams. I mean, there's look, there's not a lot of
0: good teams yeah. at the minute. England, no. What I'm trying but to if, get, what if, I'm trying to if, get to. But if a
2: team like like Spain or Germany or
0: France or Italy or whoever, like.
2: If they get to this semi final or final, they're not going to
0: be bad. I think England are as good as all those teams you've mentioned, and I think they actually yeah, they have. Are. I think they actually have compared to some of those other teams more experience of being successful within recent times. And those are players who are preparing for their third, fourth like European or World tournament. Because whichever team I don't you think put, they've no. Whichever team you put out, but they're not more England, successful than. Italy, okay, they haven't stinker or France, they're yeah. not. Having this a is stinker. this is the same Italy team. It's like semi incredible. We're talking about
2: the last four years. Like they've not been like, just because obviously England they not, been doing not doing better than well. Italy.
0: It's, they played England played Italy in that same final. Yeah, they yeah. Played it in like and for the record, England lost on penalties. Mm. Okay, so we were talking about Messi. So we were talking about Messi before scored and then so we were laid talking, an egg. talking so the egg was so big that they had a chance to win it on penalties. Mm. Okay, so they, they made it to penalties. Yeah, for as much as they didn't play well, they had a chance <laughs> to win it. Yeah. Okay. So you're talking about so it like they were completely up. No, but you're talking about it like they got outplayed.
2: They did. They didn't. Have, so how did it get to the penalties? So how, they get to, to how did it get to penalties? Well, God knows.
0: Because we're talking again about Messi before and how if he scores his pen and after that Argentina could have lost. Yeah. So that's how I said how fickle football is. Because if England would have won that penalty shootout. You wouldn't be talking about how they scored too early. You'd, be, you'd talk be talking about well. how
1: they managed the game so well. No, 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 no. <laughs> <Where>?
0: <laughs> that's the, that's the sorry. I, I've I've literally been triggered here. But that's the whole point about football. because, because be England lost no, that final. Because England lost that final, people talk about it as if they lost just in ninety minutes. They lost on penalties. Like but if you're if losing you're on about penalties, performance though, it was not if, a good performance. so let's say let's call it this way then.
2: I can't, England I mean, did, it, did, it, did it not equalise. Everyone knew the equaliser was coming. And then, did literally when they did equalise, not just do the Italian thing of going on, you know? Or just No, I'
0: was no. Like, what, I what's remember. the what's the Ita- That see this? You're pure vibes, right what are you now on, about? on international teams. You're talking pure vibes. <laughs> that's pure vibes. Like, if you're in the ascendancy, oh, hundred years of If you're, of if you're, if you're, if you're in the vibes, ascendancy, yeah, why, why would you not try and win a game? If your team's in the ascendancy, why would you say? I tell you what, it's good. Let's take it to extra time. Teams let's go, always fans. do that.
2: They're pushing for the equaliser, and then the equaliser comes, and it's like we'll, we'll just. Like. Mm. And the, the dynamic in the game always shifts
0: mm. when the team scores. I don't know, man. And I think, as I say, England didn't play the best game in that final, but it still had a chance. Yeah, which, says, which says a lot about the game itself. And going forward from there, Italy then didn't qualify for the World Cup. Yeah, I know Italy. Like, going forward from there, well. Italy are currently third in their group, and but they have Ukraine been, to play. They've got more success recently of being successful than some of these yeah, other teams. Yeah, because I'll, I'll tell you why. i tell you why. Because England have played That's more assume. games in European and World Cups than Italy have in the last few years. Yeah. Yeah. So you tell me Hold who on, you think's in the better position. Who's in a better position? Who's in a better position?
2: England are in a better position, but that's not what you said. You said that So you said who's going more... to stop
0: them? You said, all right, what if they face Italy and whatever? They just faced Italy yesterday? just took the mick out of them? Yeah, maybe. Then it's settled. City are winning
1: the next six games and England are winning the Euros. Simple City as are that. winning the next six Nailed games. Nailed it. That's
0: fine. Nailed it. But England might win the
2: Euros, We you said, what's going to stop them? And it's that thing but it's just subconscious final. it's
0: your i don't know if it's a subconscious bias in favor of other nations or your subconscious bias in terms of being down on england i'm trying to figure out which one it is
2: but it is that stat of like okay and again until recently it has changed but like it's that thing of like how many knockout games did england win in like how however long was it like since 66 or whatever they'd won like two knockout games or something oh up until like 2018 it was like a terrible but, record but That's then why but then, since twenty eighteen, yeah, yeah, they've they, they, they been better. The and I'm not saying they're not going to win it. I'm, I'm saying what's going to stop them or the all, last, that kind of thing.
0: The last three tournaments that England have been involved in, they've failed to play in only three of the games involved. Yeah, no,
2: they've been they've obviously been really good. No, like, so so the, why
0: would they not be good? That's the thing.
2: But like, <laughs> but this is the thing. Like, if, so, if we were having this conversation about South Cape, by the way, and like the way we just had this conversation about Messi and the Ballon d'Or from a It's a City podcast. Well, it's, this isn't. It doesn't always have to be city, but well, like, it's with city, city at podcast. some point. So
0: it's technically city podcast. So know, like,
2: but like, you would maybe expect we're going to be saying, like, "Oh, Harland should sure win it." It's a disgrace. But like, we'll give that view. And also, I feel like with Southgate, a lot of city fans in particular, a lot of people, but a lot of city fans in particular, don't like Southgate. Oh, we're sitting here saying, "Actually, no, Southgate's done this." I think we will be on the same page with that. I'm not saying England haven't improved. I'm not saying Southgate hasn't done a good job. I'm not saying they're not better now and are more comfortable now than than previously. Like. He's done a very good job. England are a really good team. But you ask me, what's going to stop them doing it? And in terms of being down on England, it's because of like... Do you think
0: they can a, do it? A hundred years of history. Do you think they can do it?
2: Of course they can do
0: it. Okay. But you don't think they will do it?
2: No, but there's, there's, no, there's no one team that I'll be like, oh, they're definitely going to win it. Okay. So
0: Boston, it.
2: You, you put me in the Guardiola <laughs> situation of asking me a question where <laughs> the answer is going to be negative
0: it's fine I'm sure the listeners what is stopping England
2: is there anything stopping England be a meteor might hit the stadium well exactly this is the thing Like they, That's England, England could have 80% possession and 50 shots I think I think they, England, they might lose I think England are chances
0: are they'll have 20% possession and go uh. nah I think England are capable of winning the Euros and I think if they win it it won't be the biggest surprise to me whereas I think for other people there still is that feeling even though when you look at the sort of landscape of European football England are one of the dominant sides mm. That's my take on it. Hmm.
2: And to be fair, the Euros is is, you're taking out some of the best teams in the world just by reducing South America geography. Yeah, exactly. Just by geography. Yeah, (laughs) but yeah, Um, but I do I do think that's just. But that's just that's not vibes. That's just like history. Like England do not cope well in those. Oh, this is good. This is you're not going to change his mind.
0: This is talking about history. Like those players aren't playing anymore. You're talking about just a nation of just like pure vibes. It's not the case. Because otherwise Germany, Germany would be in every final. Yeah, I know, I know. I know but they've not, they've been laying eggs, that's the thing. But, but why would have the exact same thing in the, the final why, of the But Euros. why would that where where would Germany got sent packing by England? I know. I know, but history. It's not the same players, though, is No, it? but history. It's not the same no, players. But you're though, is saying so history. Got... No, but you're saying history. <laughs> and funny enough, those players from the Euros are the same players who'll be going to this next tournament. Germany so did quite well in that game, history. didn't they? Recent history. Germany did quite well in that game, didn't they? Yeah, so did well they, they did yeah. They laid such an egg that did well to get knocked out. They laid such an egg did the, well to get knocked the, out within ninety. Did you see that massive
2: chance that they did well before to Sterling get, scored the winner? All right. Do you remember that? Cool, yeah. Which yeah. is the same thing we're suddenly, talking about
1: with England-Italy in the final. I suddenly understand how the Sky Sports presenters feel when Michael <laughs> Richards and Roy Keane are going at each other. <laughs>
2: that's the same thing Germany stop talking (laughs) let's move on (laughs) Germany could have been England in that game it's the same thing as what you're saying about Italy in the final
1: both of you need to have the final word so I'm having the final word there we go who's going to win it England That's it for this episode of Let Me Talk Details. Thank you for listening and getting in touch. We've had plenty of emails. Uh, We would like some more, though. So, Sam, we want people to to get in touch with questions and comments.
2: Yeah, please do. Hello at lmtpod.com
1: for that. Find us on Twitter and Instagram as well, at lmtpod. You'll find us on TikTok at lmt underscore pod.
2: Let me talk!
0: Let me talk! Let me talk! Let me talk! Come on!